Welcome to the Joyfulness Broadcast. This episode is a follow-up to our first guest speaker, Eric Brown. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. It sure was an absolute joy, an absolute joy to speak with Eric and have that dialogue and see what magic came up from that. It was quite awesome. I learned a lot about myself. I saw how I was mumbling a bit at the end and I did cut that out so you didn't have to deal with as much of it. So I will be improving myself as we go along as well. That's the idea here. Now this episode here is not actually a guest speaker. It's instead me just really summarizing um, the essence of the magical conversation that was had and really applying it to joyfulness and to practicality as I can see it, as I can understand it. Now, the first episode was about stoicism and my oh my, I learned a lot. I hope you learned a lot as well. It's quite beautiful to see as well. As I said, it it stoicism is really just a label. It, what it is, is, a, is it's a truth that is verifiable by experience that was just happens, happens to be called stoicism. And I love that principle of nothing external can cause you any harm. And really seeing that it's our attitudes that control how we uh, react, how we perceive a certain situation. And we have control over our attitudes. We may not have control over our externalities, We may not have control over these, but we do have control over how we hold them in mind, how we choose to see that which is around us. So really, the essence of that magical conversation for me is is, it was about the first step to, to really being able to more easily and more readily decide our attitudes rather than be at the at the effect of programming, subconscious programming, or conditioning, whatever yeah. word you like to use for it, the, re- the really the first key step is responsibility, and it is courage. The first step that is, you know, experientially, um, fear, fear is experienced experientially, and it's not till really a higher awareness that we can see that the fear is illusion and really be able to just be with it lovingly. But at one point, it will—it is fearful, it is uh, scary, and it will be perceived that way. And so really, the first step is to have the courage to face everything as it is right now, as it is perceived right now, as it is perceived right now. That'll, that'll help a bit. So, and what helps me really in this regard is to, I just accept everything as I see it. And I ask divinity, I ask God to help see things differently. And I am aware that without this divine help, without divine grace, I really am helpless. It's not because I can't force myself to see differently. No one can force themselves to see differently. It's by some power that we are pulled into a new recontextualization of the same situation. So it's really by divine grace that change can happen. 
not by willpower and willful effort. And really there's a different sort of positioning which can help allow this, support this divine grace to really come into our lives and lift us into that new recontextualization, that new way of holding things in mind, which is more loving, which is more joyful for us. And that way is more of a yin way rather than a yang way. And what that means is rather than trying to change things, we accept them as they are and just let them be. And it's that attitude. And and on top of that, we have the faith and the trust that something, something will hear our call and, and, and help us see things differently. Or on a more practical note, let's say we're meditating. This is a good way of looking at we're meditating and there's an itch on our nose. Well, rather than itching the itch, what we do is we sit with it and we allow it to be there. And we just trust and have faith that the itch will disappear all on its own. However, if we look at something like an attitude, if we're seeing someone in a negative way constantly, if we're seeing the same situation arising, what helps is to just be with that perception as it is, to reach a place where it no longer bothers you, where you accept it. That's what acceptance is. You just accept it as it is and surrender the desire for it to be any different. Surrender the desire. And then on top of that, you can then add the prayer to divinity, to God, to recontextualize things so that you can see them differently. And then you forget about it. And you do your best to align with that. It's an ongoing process, but through practice, through determination, through devotion, it becomes easier, it becomes habitual, it becomes a loving way to be in the world in which you're not forcing your egoic will upon it, but instead really supplicating the will of God to come in and show you, reveal the divine nature of it. Now, another thing that arises is how can we make the changes we want? And in this case, it's to really live from that nothing external can harm you, not just as a concept, but live from it, really embody that. How can we allow that embodiment to occur naturally? Well, here's a neat trick. It really doesn't require any willpower, but instead just an intuitive understanding of what I'm saying and then the uh, choice to be that way. And, and so, so what it is, is you would hold it in high regard. So you would simply hold nothing external can harm you. Being that way, to be that way in the world in high regard. So value it, really value it, really um, see it as valuable to be that way in the world and make the choice, make the intention clear to be that yourself, to be that version of you which is immune to externalities. See, so what you're doing there is prioritizing and the mind works through prioritization. You can notice this in your life. You just automatically do that which falls under your list of priorities. And whether this list of priorities is conscious or not, doesn't actually matter because the behavior is the same. What we're doing here is making that priority conscious 
And then what happens is, so in this case, we would start to notice perhaps when we are being affected by the world around us. And, and prior to this intentionality, this is important. It actually wasn't noticed that we were this way. But now that we made that intentionality, we have that priority, we have that in our conscious awareness. If we aren't this way, we're going to notice it. And so now all we ha- all we, what happens is automatically we begin noticing all the areas in our life when we're, where we're not this way. And that gives us the opportunity to grow and to change. And really all we have to do, the simple thing, amazing, beautiful thing, is actually the only thing you have to do is notice it. And automatically it will begin to change to that which you have held in high regard. Automatically the actions will occur. The people will come. The books will come. The right knowledge will come. The intuitive understanding will arise. Once we have made that intentionality clear on what it is that we do hold in high regard. And we've made it clear to the mind that this is how we want to be in the world. This is what we want. And we become the master of the mind will begin to master it. It's an ongoing process, but boy, oh boy, it's fun. And it's a lot more easy. It's a lot easier than the willpower effort struggle, right? So as a last clarification, we don't do anything about it when we notice it. We just notice it. Now, how simple is that? So simple. It might seem really too simple, but just try it. Just apply it notice don't do anything about it and then you can even go a step further a step deeper into yourself and see notice what your attitude towards that is what is what is what is my attitude towards this am i seeing this as a growth opportunity or am i being frustrated and don't take it for granted and really see which way are you and which way would you like to be have a look at what am i getting from this frustration how is it serving me? What is it serving? What is it serving really? And what's that payoff? What's that gain of actually secretly getting the juice, the way I'm juicing this for some sort of egoic gain? I mean, otherwise I wouldn't have it, right? Because everything is out of free will. So these are some ways which I see the application of the stoicism. And hopefully it can help you. Now, this is only a short episode. If you do like this, leave a comment. I would love to see some comments to hear people's stories, really, because this is more than a podcast. This is a, a an act of service to joy. And I would love to hear how the, the story of the people and what people want and what the humans want. And that will really help shape the podcast because I'm really okay with things either way, however they go. Um, So if this is of value to you, this podcast is of value to it, please make it apparent so that this podcast can continue. I am very much looking forward to the next episode. It will be with Duccio, the amazing head of the Psyche organization. He is incredible and is full of so much insight. It's going to be such a good episode. So hopefully I shall see you there, or virtually somehow. And until next time, my friends.
Thank you for listening to the Joyfulness Broadcast. Now go out there, be radiant, be joyful, be your best self, and catch the next episode. There'll be at least one episode per week. Follow on Facebook to get live updates and take part in the community. Otherwise, type in Joyfulness Broadcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, and you'll find us there. Until next time. Thank <laughs>